Hey, what's up, guys? This is Oscar from the Talking to Ish and Scheme podcast to let you know that if you're thinking about doing your own podcast, real simple, download Anchor. They're going to guide you step by step and how to create whatever you have in mind and post it via Spotify. So download Anchor, get started, make your dreams come true just like I did. Good looking out, Ish. Download Anchor today. Get your programs posted as soon as possible. Take care, guys. Peace. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to our second episode of Talking That Ish and Skeen. My name is Ish, and I got Skeen over here with me. Oscar, O, Skeeno, whatever it is that you call him. We're going to take a deep dive into his mind, um, see if he has any advice for us that we can apply to our everyday life, what made him create this podcast, why I'm his co-host, what's the meaning behind this title, by the way, which it is titled, um, Dust on the Mirror. So, Skeen, as the quote-unquote second guest, yes, indeed. Um, I want to take a deep dive into your mind and understand what it is exactly that drove you into creating this podcast. What made you want to do it? Um, where was your headspace at? Oh, well, um, creating a Creating this podcast took took a long time, obviously, right? Um, from the time that I kind of thought about it to now that we're sitting here in episode two. But no, it was just a just to find my peace of mind, I guess, in in, in my journey. Um, in a, to be raw with you guys, uh, twenty twenty one was rock bottom for me. Mm-hmm. No. So twenty twenty one, I hit rock bottom. And that was, I guess, the genesis of this podcast and trying to find my mental growth, mm-hmm. um, my mental space. And, you know, to bring it back to the, the name of the episode is Clearing That Dust From The Mirror. Um, and as this journey started, um, I started talking to a lot of people when I was in my dark space, right? So I would um, randomly, through Instagram or or texting people, I would connect with people and have these conversations. I would go with them or whatever they, whatever activity they wanted to do from hiking, which <laughs> you dissed me. I didn't we'll, diss you. We'll go back to that. But no, it was through, uh, through those, through those um, type of activities from hiking. I remember, t- you know, going on a bike ride, a simple walk, a coffee, lunch with someone. Um, and it was super therapeutic. Uh, knowing their journey, what they've been through, mm-hmm. I learned a lot from so many people that I that I shared these uh, experiences with people that I knew for that, you know that I known for a lot, and I wouldn't know. Wow, like you went through that. Mm-hmm. I was mind blowing. So, to all those people that took the time to um, to sit down with me from whatever activity it was, man, you were part of this journey as well. So it's not forgotten. And that's where it started from. So, like, my first thing, my, my first thought actually was, and I think I mentioned it to you, when I started this, trying to do this podcast, I was going to um, name it um, A Cup of Coffee with Scheme. Because <laughs> that, that was the whole premise, right? Just yeah. talking um, with people. And I learned so much. And at the same time, a reflection upon myself of what I was doing to uh, sort of clear that dust from the mirror. Um, I love that. And that... Um, and that's obviously a metaphor. I got it from someone, and I'm trying to remember what it was. 
and I've been trying to search. I know I'm gonna come across it and, and it's gonna be like, damn, right? But it was a, something that I read and it was a metaphor of someone that, um, that was going through some stuff and, and somebody took him to a, like a dark room where it was just abandoned for a long time and that person walked in and it was just, this place was just full of dust and everything, right? And the person took him to the mirror and they see, what do you see, mm -hmm. right? And it was just that person and the mirror. And the person said, well, I can't really see myself. Yeah. Because the dust was covering the mirror. So the person took their sleeve and dusted the mirror off. And that was just that metaphor. We see each other every day in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And we're our worst enemy. We definitely right? are. And what you try to do is try to dust that mirror. And not every day, obviously. But once in a while when you have to clean a bathroom or mm -hmm. clean a mirror, right? Windex it. And then you clean it. And wow, you get, it looks good right after you're done. And that's what you try to do with mind, spirit, and soul. No, that's a fact. And it's necessary that we do that. I mean, if we don't do that, nobody else is going to do it for us, you know? And when we find ourselves in a quote-unquote rock-bottom place, we question why or how did I get here? And it's because we're not taking care of ourselves. We're not thinking logically. Um, we may make unconscious bad decisions, but we just got to take a step back sometimes and just analyze our life. Like, what can I do to better myself? What can I do to better my situation? And whether it's making a podcast or simply going out for that cup of coffee by yourself or with a friend, whatever it is that's gonna help you, then I say go for it. Right. But you're, you have to be willing to take that step for yourself. Because like I said before, nobody else is gonna do that for you. Right, indeed, truly right. And that was the whole genesis of, of doing this podcast. Um, like I said, 2021 was super rough. I'm mm -hmm. um, going through a, a divorce, death of, a, of my parent, of my dad. Um, well, get in touch. It's yeah. okay. You yeah, know, we, um, we we all hit a bad place, and I could say I've hit a bad place mentally multiple times in my life maybe you know people won't realize it but mm -hmm. i have i'm a super happy and optimistic person but it's inevitable right. we're all going to deal with death at some point in our lives mm -hmm. because this is life right you know a lot of people go through divorce a lot of people you know lose a pet or lose a job or whatever the case it is we're all going to go through something challenging yep. and we have to work through it yeah, we that's, do. that's all that it's about is working through it because life itself is a challenge. It's okay to share your emotions and all that. Like I put on my uh, my own poetry page, mm -hmm. you know, men's mental health is important. Right. And I said that specifically because obviously everyone's mental health is important. But personally, I feel like from what I've witnessed or experienced or seen, mm -hmm. a lot of men have a hard time confiding in one another because there's so much judgment right. like oh you gotta pick yourself up and just be a man right but that's not what it's about yeah, you know right. you have to have somebody to share it with and whether it's one of your boys or mm -hmm. one of your girls whatever the case may be you gotta have that somebody that you can go to and be like listen i just want somebody to listen to me i you know don't need an opinion or do want an opinion whatever is going through your head express it right share it don't bottle it up inside and then you're going to end up exploding on the wrong person mm -hmm. or even your own self right. in a way that you shouldn't it's yeah. very critical that you share you shed a tear whatever it is that you need to do so it's okay to feel 
I'm just glad this is not on YouTube right now. <laughs> no, but you know what? You're absolutely right. And that's another ingredient for, for doing this podcast, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, in my journey in reading and, and having that, like before, I just, I, I never was a reader, really, mm -hmm. to be honest. Um, and then, like, the last time I think I picked up a book prior to this was probably college. <laughs> Maybe I hear you. Mm -hmm. I'm a writer, but I'm not right. a reader. Right. So, but not like, for example, sometimes, you know, even listening to a podcast opens opens up those those lanes of communication. They're like, oh, man, or I touched the heart or whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. um, in this case, it was a combination of a lot of reading, um, podcasts, and conversations, right? Mm -hmm. Like you said, and men do have a hard time, but to be honest, um, I did. Thank God. That's awesome. You know, I'm I happy did. that you didn't. Because usually, like, you know, you, you've come across video memes or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a, there's a famous one that's super viral when a young lady asks, who do you call when you're feeling down? And then you see a whole bunch of guys say, nobody, I'm a man, blah, blah, blah. And I understand all that because, yeah, yeah, there's sometimes you'd be like, man, fuck it, I'm not going to call nobody. But there's some days like, God damn it, I just need a lifeline, mm -hmm. right, or whatever the case is. And, you know, I'm so glad there was two uh, young ladies that, that were there for me, um, they know who they are mm -hmm. um, that were there for me for, for so many t for so many times and calls and check-ins and so on and so forth and, and their knowledge and what they went through yep. um, sort of similar to what I was going through and that was amazing to me so shout out to them of course from the heart and I'll reach out to them to give them their flowers like I, I normally do mm -hmm. um, but that being said those other conversations with people that I've known for so many years help that yeah. And like you said, that this is an outlet that I want guys to understand that, yo, it's all right, man. It's all right mm -hmm. to shed a tear. It's all right to to confide in somebody, right? Because you don't need someone to save you. You just need to be heard or for somebody to be there for you. You know what I'm saying? So that was the genesis of that. That was another ingredient, you know, guys going through their stuff as well. Because mm -hmm. men is men and, you know, one of the worst, one of the worst things you can tell a a boy, when they're growing up, is men don't cry. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's absolutely absurd. But that that's the that's one of the reasons why you know we're here in this space where where you know what I mean. I I feel safe um, with my co-host, of course, um, and everybody that's been listening too. Obviously, um, that this is part of the journey. So um, those are some of the ingredients that go into creating this podcast. For sure. And I know we definitely have a huge male audience. So shout out to you guys and all the support, our females too, all the feedback that we've been getting back. I really hope, you know, Oscar here sharing his emotions. It touches you in a sense. And I hope, you know, you take something back from that and just apply it for your own life. I feel like this will definitely um, benefit people, at least as an eye opener. And that'll take you a long, long way. So, Oscar, thanks for getting in touch with no, no, Just to close yeah, out that there. point that, uh, you know, rock bottom in 2021 now that I gathered myself. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? But no, no, yeah, um, you know what? It's divorce, mm -hmm. um, death of my dad, um, losing a job, and then you get that, bop, you know, you get that depression. Because mm -hmm. you know, like, God damn, what else can go wrong? Like, it's what, a lot on your shoulders. Right, what yeah. the hell are you going to hit me with? That I, come on, man, that type of stuff. But... It was just realizing, all right, man, cool. You, you hit rock bottom. All right, now what? Mm -hmm. Now I can, yeah, take that time to, if you want to take a day, a month, whatever the fuck it is, take that time and 
scream at a pillow. Uh, all my pillows got screamed at. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, there were times where you just needed to scream. Yeah. You know, and I would go for these walks in the morning. And it was just like, damn, yo. All right, cool. You go through the steps. You go through whatever. It pops in your head constantly. What could I have done different? This, that, and the other. And no, you can't do nothing different. It is what it is. But it's time to learn. Mm -hmm. Right? So, you know, one of the guys that truly changed my life, I think I spoke to him and I listened to his podcast religiously and stuff like that is uh, Jay Shetty just totally changed my life. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how I came across this man, mm -hmm. but I did back in when I was starting to go through my bullshit. But I believe it was 2019, late, late 2019, early 2020, pre-pandemic, right before it. Shit hit the fan. Yeah. I don't know how I came across, thank God, to, to, to Instagram, I think it was, or something like that. So he just popped up on my feed. And from the moment I heard his voice, bam, I was hooked. Mm -hmm. And then just went through his, I think that that dust in the mirror has to come from him. I, I just believe it in my heart, so I know I got I to gotta look at his book again, and I know it's there somewhere. You could somewhere. dabble back into that. Yeah, hey, I do, I do, you know what I'm saying? But... Um, that being said, that dude just totally changed my life and stuff, my perspective, the way I look at things, the way I react to things. So like the people that know me, you know what I'm saying, pre-skiing, pre pre-pandemic skiing, I would react quick, boom. Like you said something, you're disrespecting. You know what I'm saying? That was my whole thing. It was an ego-driven thing. Maximum ego, 100% ego, right? In career, in friendships, and unfortunately in uh, marriage as well, right? So everything was ego driven, and um, you know, not you know, everybody likes to throw throw the word narcissistic and stuff like that. We all got those traits, yeah. right? You got to be diagnosed with that shit, right? A lot of people just throw that word around and think, oh, you got to be diagnosed with the shit. Right? I think I think I'm one of those people that's notorious for throwing that around. Right. Once I see <laughs> check five of those boxes oh, off, yeah, he's a you're narcissist. a narcissist. Yeah, but no, but you got to be diagnosed with it. Because yeah. like, like if I get a if I get that abdominal pain, I'm gonna be like, oh, stomach cancer. Yeah, like, nah, it's me on man. Google putting myself on a deathbed. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's not that too. It's like yo, change your diet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That type of stuff. But you know, that being said, um, you know, it's just just going through it, right, day by day, and, and trying to realize, you know, what's going on, and and, and it's all internal, mm -hmm. right? So pre pre skiing, it was all ego driven. Once everything hit the fan, and now you got to start looking at yourself because you have ingredients to play in that. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, God gave me this because I was so nice. Not exactly. Like, he was doing something. Mm -hmm. So that opened my eyes. So now it's like, yeah, am I single? Yeah, I'm single. Am I? Do I plan to get uh, married again? Probably not, right? But you never know, right? So for me to say, nah, dog, I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. But what I am from the relationship side is I'm eager and to put all my knowledge to the test. Yeah. You know, everything that I got and try to see if, if I'm a different person. I know I'm a different person in my professional world, in my coaching world, that's part of my profession now, in my friendships. I don't have that many friends, to be honest. I can count them all on one finger, on, on one hand. But That's a wonderful thing. Right, because as <laughs> really you get older, is. like yeah. they start dropping like, they flies them. and stuff, right? So there's some people that I know I can pick up the phone or text and they'll be there for me. Mm -hmm. And you know who you are, so I appreciate you guys. And there's some people that I haven't seen in two, three years, but I know, like, yo, we good. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's that yeah. type of relationship. But um, just, yeah, just I'm eager to, for the future to see 
all these those ingredients how they play out now in this uh, post uh, COVID <laughs> scheme. You know what I'm saying? So I'm excited about that. But this podcast is part of that evolution. I love that. You know what I mean? That's good, and I feel like it's a a major point. You know where you realize through your experience that there is growth, and not you know just professionally, but mentally. You as you know a person. Um, just the visual in its entirety there will always be growth through your experience whether it's negative or positive and I feel like when you come to that moment of realization is when you start to excel in your own life right. you know you see what is it that I need to change or what is it that I'm doing right that I need to keep doing right so I love that Absolutely. for you that's yeah. awesome yeah What's going on guys, Ish here, and I'm super excited to let you all know that I finally signed up for my first poetry performance on stage, which is gonna take place February 10th in Benella, New Jersey. Um, so if you're interested in coming, which I hope you are, visit me on Instagram at Poetry with Ish, click the link in my bio, and go ahead and register yourself as an attendee. The date, time, and location is all within that link. I really hope to see you guys there and truly appreciate your support. Thank you. All right, guys. So, Oscar, I want to just thank you for getting in touch with your emotions. That was dope of you for yeah. sharing with us. So the, the tears and all. Yeah, that. the that tears and all that. The ratings just went up. I wish you guys could have seen that. Oscar doesn't want you guys to see that, but it's all right. Like I said, hey, we all have to get in touch with our emotions. It's important. Oscar's laughing. He thinks this is funny, and it's okay. <laughs> My emotions, Jesus Christ. All right. All right. So. Shoot it. Diving into the next part of our <clears throat> podcast, I want you to just describe yourself as a person. Um, if, you know, I'm listening to this podcast and I don't know who you are, how would you describe yourself for people to better understand you? Whether it's mentally, uh, career-wise, whatever it is, share something with us. All right, so that, that's great, right? Because we normally, um, it's funny because when you think about that, right? Hey, describe yourself or mm -hmm. tell me something about yourself, right? Usually the first person... Or the, the person that you're asking, the first thing to go to is, I'm a cop. Mm -hmm. I'm a teacher. I'm... So it's always profession first. See, I'm drawing blanks when somebody asks me right. that. Like, See, I don't no, know. But usually that's what people gravitate to. Like, yeah. hey, hey, Skane, or hey, Oscar, who are you? Mm -hmm. You know, pre-Skane. <laughs> I don't know why I got to use that. But no, it's, it's great because it's a great cut point, right? We have like a reset, mm -hmm. right? This COVID crap, which was absolutely whack, but whatever. It was a... It was a a reset. Puck. Yeah, definitely. Right? Get your, some people took advantage of them, and some people just nothing. They was ready for the next stimmy to hit, mm -hmm. and everything was everything, right? But <clears throat> but for me, it was a big, big reset, right? So pre-scheme, pre if you would have asked him, he probably would have said, oh, you know, I'm, I'm a finish line manager or, or ASICS manager, whatever the case is, right? Mm -hmm. But in this case, when you're asking me, you know, the obvious one would be dad. I'm a dad first, right? Then I'm a coach. A then proud I, dad. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Very <sure>. proud dad. <laughs> okay. So I would describe myself as a dad, a coach, a mentor, a leader, a running specialist, and now a podcaster. That's what I would. That's I no, you know, however you want to take it, but that that's yeah. how that's how I describe myself. And yeah. I love that because you said you're a coach. Mm -hmm. A coach is a leader, yeah. right? And people usually lean on you for that guidance. And here we are talking about, you know, getting in touch with our emotions. 
the obstacles that we've endured, so on and so forth. But then you really put that into perspective and you realize that coaches, leaders, whatever the case may be, also need somebody sometimes to guide them or be there for them. So I feel like that just tied perfectly into our first half and that's awesome. You're absolutely right. Because I'm like, for example, now that I think about it too, is like, right? You know, when you become a dad, there's no there's no book that says, all right, dad, this is what it is, right? Yeah. So you, sometimes you you take those emotions that you, or those skills that you learn from your parents, and then you try to slide them to your kids, mm-hmm. but then you'd be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that because that was back in the days, and we do things different, or I learned something, so you adjust, right? Um, same thing as being a, a, a coach, right? Like I, I still go with the attitude. I'm the I'm the best that I can be as a coach. I don't try to compare myself with another coach, but at the same time, I'm always learning, right? I'm always got to learn from other coaches and stuff like that. Be it through you know uh, professional ranks or just an everyday coach. But I try to learn from as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, being a mentor, I mean, I I think that's one of the things I take super pride in when I get people that send me either texts or emails or just a phone call or whatever and tell me your scheme when you did this for me. And I didn't even realize it was simple as um, there's one particular lady that always pops into my head. Mm-hmm. And this was almost 20 plus years ago. Um, she was just a part-timer and I used to give her the, the planner and be like, hey, create your own visual, whatever, add your flavor to it. Follow the guidelines, but just create your flavor. And by me doing that and giving her that, she became an executive at Forever 21 or something like that, a visual marketing person. And I remember she sent me a long letter through um, through Facebook saying, saying, because of you and the way you trusted me and stuff like that. So, you know, sometimes too in my profession, you know, people be like, damn, Skeen, you should be at this level, you know, like blah, blah, blah. So whatever, right? But sometimes that's, it's not meant, it's Mm -hmm. not meant for me. XYZ, whatever that that is, right? It's not meant for me and that's fine. But when I look at it and I'm like, damn, a lot of a lot of lives that I've touched, a lot of people that I've touched in the right way, mm-hmm. in the correct way, you know, when they reach out to me, I'm like, damn, that's what's up. That's what a leader's all about, right? Just exactly. leave, leaving your mark. And then, you know, um, if you know me, you know I've been in the sneaker world for like 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. And one thing in the sneaker world that I love is just helping people. So when you look at everything that I said, all those people, what they have in common is they serve. Yeah. Even the podcaster, as I am right now, I'm serving a community. I'm serving a purpose. I'm serving. So I think in that post, post and pre, now I know what my purpose is. My purpose is to serve. Yeah. And that's this is my outlet to do that. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Cool. And it's wild. Like everything that you said that you are, a dad, a coach, you know, it all ties into one another because of the role that you're playing. But then even all those little things that you did and those people excelled, little things go such a long way. And I feel like that's, you know, something that a lot of people need to realize. Maybe you're lazy and you don't feel like doing something for somebody because you're comfortable or, you know, you don't feel like uh, whatever, doing a nice gesture because you're just not in the mood. But if you just sit back and think, hey, maybe if I did this, it'll take them to this place, you know? And it's not like, oh, you gotta pull a hundred dollars out and give it to somebody or doing anything extravagant. Right. 
It's those little things that will send people to an entirely different place in their life. And it's so critical. Right. You know? Absolutely. And now that you say those little things, I remember <clears throat> back in my uh, finish line days, shout out to my finish line people. Um, I remember, <laughs> right, when we, when we, when I used to hire people or, or my assistants used to hire people. Yeah. Let's say, for example, we hire you, right, Ish? Mm -hmm. And, and I would be putting pressure on you. Hey, do this, do that, do this, do that, right? So you would get frustrated, like, I can't do anything perfect. They're like, this guy is just, why he keeps coming at me? So one of my other assistants always used to grab the people and be like, listen, if Skeens puts the pressure on you, it's because he sees something in you. Yeah. If Skeen were to ignore you, you're not gonna last. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and and I, not, I don't mean that, like, hopefully it wasn't taken in the, in the wrong context, but I always used to see something in people mm -hmm. and be like, yeah, this, yeah, I'm going to get the best out of this person. And I still do it now in my coaching, mm -hmm. right? Sometimes I have to drop people down, right? Here in, in the U.S., they got different flights and all this and that. And you learn so much when you're in the soccer world. But yeah. sometimes I got to leave a person back in order for them to grow a little bit more. And then they'll excel and skip that spot that they thought they needed. Yeah. And stuff like that. So <clears throat> that was the, you know, that's the whole thing is just when you say those little things. No, things that I used to do. It's just, super important. You even saying that description of like, you know, putting that pressure on somebody kind of reminds me of my mom. My mom. She can be so aggressive and just wild. And you're like, oh my God, this lady's crazy. Like what she's saying is so fucked up. Right. But then you look at what she's saying and you realize like, wow, you know, okay, maybe I have potential and I could do something. And that was how she was in her profession as a manager. Right. Um, you know, Maybe she's being an asshole to an employee, but she's being an asshole to them because, you know, they can do better. And it's not being malicious or anything, but sometimes you need that push. Right. And that's what that is. So yeah. It's a little thing, maybe in a rude way, right. but <laughs> you've got to see the bigger picture in anything that you're doing. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know um, that's another thing that I talk about. I was like, I don't know if I want to go back into the full leadership as a manager mm -hmm. because the kid... The generation nowadays too soft. They're sensitive. Oh, have you seen that video? Oh my god, I've been working for like I, they gave me like a five hour shift. It's some video. <laughs> yeah. It went viral, right? Yeah, like, I've seen and all the customers. Mm -hmm. And I remember when that started coming out, it started becoming viral. I think I received that for so many people that used to work for me. And the first every post was like, "Yo, scam." It wouldn't last, brother. It wouldn't <laughs> last. You know what I mean? But yeah, you're absolutely right as those little things. Sometimes they come in a good form. Yeah. Or sometimes it's that reality of a punch in the face that you're like, damn, all right, cool. Exactly. Right. And not to steer away from this topic, but since we're talking about generations, before we, uh, <laughs> we completely move forward, I called Oscar. <laughs> Oh my god. I called him a boomer before and he almost had my head. <laughs> I had no idea that there was a Generation X. Is that what you are, Generation X? Yeah, I swear to God. You haven't played me like that again. I'm going to come around this table. Hey, Listen, you... you put my age on blast last episode, so it's only right that I do it this no, time. No, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Actually, yeah, I'm, I'm Generation X. Um, she tried to play me, y'all. For real. She called me a boomer. <laughs> I'm about to boomer. In, in the, anyway. anyway, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Right, I'm a, I'm a Generation X. Mm -hmm. So you're a Z. Yeah. No, I'm not no Gen Z. No, you're a millennial. I'm a millennial. 91, baby. Best year ever. 
In 91, I was in the park running the streets. You know? <laughs> Full grown man in 91. No, no, no. You know, but it's funny, those, all those generations. But no, it's just, I just feel like, you know, especially nowadays, and, you know, I know we're off topic, but nowadays, with HR and, and all this. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with this. No, no, it's just. It, it's just everybody's sensitive. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. I can. You gotta watch your that. words. It's like, it's like, yo, come on. Like that's why, like, you know, when they, when, like, in a job description, they'd be like, oh, we, you know, here at, at you know, company X Y Z, you know, we're like family. Get, the, you know what? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the like, like when you read a description or you read a company in the team, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Like, if you ever worked for me at any other stores that I that I ever managed, mm -hmm. if I tell you it, it was like a family, yeah. 100% it was like a family. Because mm -hmm. what a family does, yeah. they have fun, for the most part, not all families, but fun, hang out, and get paid yeah. for doing it, right? And then in between that, crack jokes and... But see, that's dope because you make the people want to come to work and want to be there. It wasn't, but it wasn't HR approved. I tell you that. Well, but it was fun as hell, and we crushed numbers. And every time somebody came to the store, they were like, "Yo, that's." They felt the culture in the in 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 the store. But that's a different topic. But if you're in HR and you're listening to this, yeah, step it up. Yeah, step Cut it the up, rules yeah. out a little bit. Make it fun. Can't even. <laughs> I remember when I. Used to used to have an let's say you came in right mm -hmm. and you were having an emotional day, right? You just came in and we sensed it. Yeah. Right, yo, Isha's not feeling it today. So one of the employees might come up, so girl, you feeling baby girl today? <laughs> that was it. Yeah, baby girl. But if you tell, like, let's say a guy tells another guy, yo, you feeling baby girl today? <laughs> oh my god, he made. Oh my god, that dude relaxed. But you would get terminated for that. Yeah, you would. You would. Because for saying you, some stupid shit that's not even that serious. It's not. It's like, yo, you feeling baby girl today? I know a lot of my finish line people. That was the word we used to use. Yo, you feeling baby girl today? That was it. But anyway, back to top. That's funny. So, okay, you described yourself as a person. You are clearly a leader, father, coach, whatever it is, in multiple senses. Um, aside from that, what's something... I guess key you would say is important for everybody listening to know about yourself aside from like the leadership or wow. Wow. something key something key am i putting you on the spot no no not at all because a lot of things come to mind because it's just it's hard to put it in one one word right or yeah. even one sentence because there's so many ingredients that um that i can wow you know what but there's three words that come to mind all the time. Okay. Um, and it's a, I like to inspire, I like to lead, and I like to teach. Those are the three words that always pop. I mean, I have this thing on my wall, um, apartment-wise, I used to, and I used to say inspire, lead, and teach. Mm -hmm. And I used to hang medals there or whatever, when, you know, when I used to run and stuff like that. And it always, that was the mindset every time, inspire, lead, and teach. Inspire, lead, and teach. Inspire, lead, and teach. And that was pretty much it. So for me, it's it's just having those three words that, that just mean so much to me. I love that. That's a great description. Okay, so we got a sense of who you are. We got a sense of what you've been through, why we're here. Now, Oscar, mm -hmm. which is what I call him, guys. 
Um, I want to know what is a major lesson that you've learned in your life and do you have any regrets? A major lesson? Wow. Whatever comes to your mind, I guess. Wow, like, wow, wow. What was the second part of that? I just got stuck on the major lesson. See, I would, I'm telling you, I would have drawn blanks on all these questions. But no, it's fine. What was the second part of that? What, um, a major lesson and what regret you've had in all right. life. So regrets is real simple. and There is none. Okay. There is none. Because the reason why, because if you have any regrets, right? Mm -hmm. Usually what regrets comes, what can I do done different? So anything in my life, right? From any stage of my life, if I would have done it different, I probably wouldn't be in this spot right now. Yeah. Right? That's a fact. So like, for example, if I wasn't scared of heights, I might have been a pilot. But then I found out I'm scared of heights. <laughs> so that went down too, right? Wait, how'd you find out you were scared of heights? Oh, uh, I went, I used to, uh, for for half a semester, I went to August Martin High School because uh, they have they had an aviation program. Okay. So when they took me up oh. <laughs> on one of those two people planes, yeah. I was going to call it a fighter jet. It wasn't. <laughs> but it moved so smooth in the air. Man, that's all you heard. Oh my God. Especially when he was doing those dives, uh -huh. that wasn't a good feeling. So I knew I knew my career in the in the world of uh, becoming the next Maverick, Top Gun. Was over. <laughs> it was over for the kid. But you know things like that, um, regrets and stuff like for real. I I, I don't to be honest. I don't because even if uh, if I would have said oh if I would have let's say let's say that happens yeah then I wouldn't have met my ex wife. I wouldn't have my my three girls. Hundred percent. Right. So you can't say that. You can learn from it, yeah. but regrets is just not, man. Because some people just delve on it. Damn, if I would have done this different, then my life would have been different. Mm -hmm. Then you would have hit some other shit. You're right. Right? You're right. So it is what it is. Um, life is life, man. And you just go through it. You you accept what you've done wrong. You grow from it. Um, and sometimes people don't grow from their mistakes because they do the same mistake over and over again and it just hits them and hits them and they're you me. Mm -hmm. It's you, motherfucker. It's you. It right? Is. So it was back to clearing that dust yeah. from the mirror and really, and when and the dust is all those negative things that we put into our heads, all those ne negative experiences mm -hmm. that cloud that reflection of your true self. So regrets, no. Um, no, I don't have no regrets. And then the first part was, I'm sorry, I just got, now I got stuck on regrets. No, no worries. I actually, I really love your answer for that because I feel like, although I would have probably drawn a blank at first, mm -hmm. I'd have the same response. I feel like you, you can regret things. I mean, not everybody's the same. Not everyone looks at things the same. But for me personally, I'd also say I don't regret anything in life because like you said, you know, we wouldn't be here right now. Um, I wouldn't have content for the book that I just put right. out if I regretted those relationships that I was right. in or... But there is certain, you know. certain like, right, when we think regrets, we think those big moments. Yeah. But there is regretful moments. Yeah, there's, life. like, minute moments yeah, yeah. in life, like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I sounded yeah. like an asshole. Damn, yeah. You know, that, that type like, of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So those things, yeah, but the big things, no, nah. Definitely not. Nah. And, you know, for everyone listening out there, I feel like that's something you can reflect on. Right. Do you have any major regrets? If you do, why? Right. Did you not learn anything from, you know, what right. happened in that moment? It's definitely something to, uh, to take back and think about. Because whether you're in a good or bad position at this point in your life, it's literally all in your hands. You can change your predicament. Right. And, you know, I'm a believer in God. I feel like things are written for us, mm -hmm. personally. But you do have control over 
you know, you can manifest things in your life. You can Ooh. act on Ooh. them. Right. Things aren't going to get done for you if you right. choose to lay in bed all day. And right. that's obvious. But right. God's not going to pick you up. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So now, that's won't. <laughs> see, I, I love that fact because the first part of, of, of your of question, right? So read that to me one more time. Just the first part, not the second because it was just regrets, right? Was mm-hmm. it the first part again? First part is reflecting on your life as a whole. Mm-hmm. What is a major lesson or even a minute lesson what what's a lesson that you've learned nah, in i got, life you, you, I got you now right because you just said it and it just boom and it hits me right because sometimes <laughs> when you get put on the spot you're like damn yeah right. so <laughs> this phrase called and we use it all the time mm-hmm. and primarily we use it in a negative tone i am i am yeah right it's so powerful but a lot of people do it right like Yo, i'm fucking tired of this job I'm fucking ugly. I fucking can't lose 15 pounds. I can't go to the gym. So you're just, boom, putting more dust on that mirror. Right? So the I am thing, and I'm, I'm going to give you a prime example. Let's hear it. But, you know, going through my relationship with uh, my ex-wife, as the years went on, there was thoughts in my head like, damn, man. Like, I need to get out of this relationship. Right? I got everything that I could get out of this relationship and I'm grateful for it. Don't get me wrong, right? Mad respect to my ex-wife. Um, but I know that chapter was coming to an end. Yeah. So I kept thinking that and saying sometimes when I'm on the drive, saying it out loud, I wonder what that life would be without my partner here. Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking that and, and saying that and boom, mm-hmm. it becomes reality. Right? Um, there was another instance when I used to just be at the store and I used to be like, damn, and I, like, I really want to do this soccer stuff. I really want to do this soccer. I really, like, I am a coach. I want to do this soccer stuff. I was chicken shit to make that move. God said, you know what? I'm going to kick you in the ass mm-hmm. and I'm going to have them show you the door and boom, here you go. Yeah. So sometimes we either, we're going to take initiative and do it ourselves to please the I am. Right? I am this. I am that. Right? So sometimes we do it on our own or sometimes we get shown the door. Mm-hmm. And you, there you go, fam. Now go do it. Right? Yeah. So we, we do have this powerful sense in us to create what we want. Right? So I am. I wanted to do a podcast. Look at who, who are we doing now. We're doing the right? podcast. I didn't know it was going to be with you. <laughs> yeah. But I knew I wanted to do it some way, somehow. Right? And was this was like a year and a half ago or whatever, whatever, you know, from 2021 to now. And now I'm here sitting with you and we're just kicking in and, oh shit, we got a podcast. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you have that power of manifesting it, right? So um, take advantage of it, right? So if you're sitting somewhere and you're like, man, I hate this crap or this, that, or the other, or I want to do this, this, that, and the other, do it, mm-hmm. right? Like you said, time, right? Time, time, that that comes with manifestation as well, right? Yeah, time sometimes, doesn't wait on us. Sometimes you think it's going to happen right away, right? Um, and it doesn't. It takes time, right? And then people, when they manifest, they're like, yeah, yeah, if I, say, if I do this and I repeat this, you can repeat whatever you want to repeat. Mm-hmm. I love my refrigerator. I want a new refrigerator or whatever, yeah. right? But you have to put time. Now you have to invest time into it. You have to have discipline, yeah. right? So if I would have said, oh, yeah, I want to do a podcast, but I don't write anything down. I don't reach out to you. 
I don't buy those microphones that we we using, mm-hmm. right? You don't invite me to this space. None of that ha- doesn't happen if we don't invest time into it, right? And be- and it becomes a discipline. So back to uh, the first part of your, it would be the I am. It is so freaking powerful mm-hmm. that if you invest time in discipline, it's going to happen. It's not going to happen right away. I wish it did, but it doesn't. It takes time to say, I am a podcaster. Yeah. Right. I am a coach. I am a leader. It takes time. No, it definitely does. And I mean, that's a great lesson for everybody because a lot of people don't realize that the verbiage, you know, that's utilized on a daily basis is key to where you're headed. Right. You know, you say, I'm, I'm ugly or I'm not good at that. Then you're not going to be good at that. Basically, right. You have to put that in your head, put it into the universe. And that's the first step. Right. You know, when you deny yourself of abilities or when you deny yourself of positive energy, then yeah, right. it's it's going to lack in your life. But that is in your control. You have control over that completely. Right. So and, like, uh, that's one of the worst things I, I think I can hear when I, like when I'm coaching a kid or in a professional world mm-hmm. and we're changing technology. Like in the professional world, it's crazy. You can change technologies constantly. Yep. Some people are going to be like, cool. Other people are like, I can't do that. We used to do this this way and that way. Right, so the minute you say that you said I can't do this, you're done, fam. Don't even do it. Yeah, you're done because you're showing yourself that right. you can't apply yourself. Right. But if you say the word, I'll try. Yeah. I'll try to do it. That's a step. So that just opened your brain to the possibility of either a good result or a bad result. But if you say I try, mm-hmm. instead of be like, Yo, I can't go to the gym, I'm gonna try to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Changes the whole mindset, right? So you're absolutely right about that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I want to say maybe like two, three weeks ago, I uh, I wanted I was dying for some ramen, and some You're of my ramen personally, my daughters I love ramen. Love ramen. <laughs> See, your daughters know what's good then. I love ramen, and I wanted it so bad, right. but my friends were busy. Um, I just I you know some people I just didn't feel like hitting up, and right. I was like in this predicament where I'm like either I just go home and don't have it, or I say fuck it, I'm gonna go have it by myself, right. and that's exactly what I did. So, Wasn't that a great feeling just it, having dinner it by yourself? It felt amazing. And that was the first time I ever did that in my life. I always look at people like, they're weird for eating by themselves. <laughs> like, I would fun. never do that. I used that. to do that too, though, right? But that's mm-hmm. ego, right? That's exactly. ego. Like, nah, dog, I'm, I'm, I'm up here. Like, but I remember when I first went to the movies by myself. Mm-hmm. Before, I used to make... I keep it 100. <laughs> I used to make fun. Be like, yo, what's up with your man's right there? <laughs> Damn, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Or... You know, it would be a girl. I'd be like, damn, all right, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But mostly guys, right? Guys, cool, fun guy, oh, my man's by himself. But to be honest, I remember reaching out to one of my one of my friends. This guy travels by himself, dinner by himself. Amazing, amazing dude. Um, and I reached out to him and just do it. Yeah. Right? Try it, right? Just like the hat says, just do it. Just do it. Right? So, <laughs> Mr. Nike himself. Right. So, um, no, but... I remember going to the movies, buying a tub of popcorn, slushy. That's my two favorites when I go to the movies. And then when I left there, I was like, yo, that's what's up. So I've been to the movies so many times. I've had dinner by myself so many times. I'm a loser. Um, That's not being a loser, though. I'm messing, I'm messing. Solitude is beautiful, people. It's a beautiful thing. It definitely is. Being alone, what, what is that phrase? There's a difference between being alone and being lonely. Yes. Right? A so lot a of times I've, I've felt lonely and mm-hmm. I've had a bunch of people around me. Oh, that's the worst feeling. It's terrible. The it's worst fucking feeling. terrible. When you're like, when you're supposed to be in a space where 
you're supposed to get loved and mm -hmm. and and everything else that falls into that those good vibes and, and you just feel fucking lonely yeah it's the worst feeling once you learn to be alone mm -hmm. you have all the fucking power in your hand yeah. there's no stopping you but that tied back into the manifestation yep. you know you have to say, I can do it. I can do right. it alone. And there's nothing wrong with it. Right. Nothing else. It's, it's really awesome. I love that. Cool. So, regrets, none, lesson, manifestation. I love that. Yeah. Thanks, Keen. All right. <laughs> Look, now you yeah. got me calling you Skeen. I call you <laughs> Oscar. <laughs> Lil, 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 I'm dropping jewels. Okay. Awesome. Um, honestly, I, last thing I really want to touch base on for today is... Uh, advice <laughs> you're you're drawing a, a face of blank right now no no advice advice wise i, mean, I guess advice is just it's very general it's very general because it, it, it caters to different experiences right so mm -hmm. if you know someone and they're going through xyz advice i can't give to be honest because that advice really comes from me and my experiences okay right so if somebody were to like, let's say you want, you know, it's hard for you to share and open up, right? Mm -hmm. But hopefully as we do these podcasts, one day you'll surprise me and be like, yo, let me ask you about this, right? I would never give you advice and mm -hmm. be like, nah, do this, that, because that wouldn't be fair. I'm, we're trying to get to the same destination, just different routes, right? Yeah. So for me to say you got need, you need to do this, and a lot of people do that and they take that and they run with it. Yeah. And then it doesn't work out. Now they look at the friend like, you fucking, because you got that advice from that person. Mm -hmm. So for me to do that will be sort of dis being disrespectful and not genuine. See, so I, I wouldn't, I would guide you. I feel like you hit the nail on the head every time I ask you a question. Well, that's what I'm here for. I like that response. Right, because it, it is. It mm -hmm. is, right? I can never say, hey, do it like this because you're going to get the same result as, as I did. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I can just guide you and then your talent will take over, right? Mm -hmm. So going back to my professional, I've had, I've had people in that worked for me as a assistant manager, as a stock lead or stock manager. And now they're, wow, they got into to like levels that I didn't get to, right? So the ego, mm -hmm. pre, pre code, right? Yeah. Ego, I would be like, man, why couldn't that be me? Yeah. But now it's like, I know what my role was, right? Mm -hmm. To be that mentor, to be that leader, to let guide them and let them be successful. Now, when I see where they got it, be like, that's what's up. Now it's like a joy. It's a pride. Mm -hmm. Instead of being like, why can't I achieve that? And so now it's more of a pride thing. Yeah. So for me to give somebody advice, I can't do that. I can guide you yeah. and say, hey, this is what happened to me. Mm -hmm. I can listen to you and let your energy, you know, bounce off me. And then I'll, I'll be like, hey, I'll let you speak. And, and then I'll be like, hey, how about you just try yeah. Right? Um, but not to give advice that that, that would be me. I like the response. Pretty cool. Genuine. Right. So I like if it. I give you advice right now, would you take it? I would or consider I, it. Right. I would consider it. Because I'm not giving it. you advice. I'm just trying to guide you. Yeah. Right? So if I guide you to remove that bun from your hair. <laughs> Listen, from your head. If, if you know me, you know that the bun on my head is a staple to who I am. <laughs> so leave it alone. I love it. I'll leave it alone. I got it on picture. I got pictures. I get up. I don't know when when was the when you went to Red Bull and you were sitting in front of me. But anyway, was it blocking you from the view? No, no, no. Because you know, I like you. Re you remember, I stand up, right? Uh -huh. I stand up in the game. I never sit down, and my seats are so. 
I think I have the best seats in the house because I can get to stand up and I don't block nobody behind me. Mm -hmm. But Ish was there watching the game. So I just, I was like, oh, she's wearing that bun again. So I said, Were you down. really thinking that? I did. <laughs> so I sat down and I took a picture right behind you. I, I think I've sent you that picture. Actually, yeah, you did send it. But it does, it does pop up in my memory. Uh, next time it does, then I'll, I'll post it on our Ish's game so everybody can see that magical bun. And you know, I took um, my niece and nephew to their movie night at their school the other mm -hmm. night. And I'm sitting in the uh, bleachers, and I look behind me, I saw a lady, and I'm like, fuck, let me move my seat just in case my bun is blocking her uh -huh. from the movie. So I went all the way up to the stands and just put my back <laughs> against the wall. That bun wasn't coming down for no reason. <laughs> no, fuck no. Power of the bun. I love it. All right. Cool. Yeah. So, awesome. Yeah. So, Oscar, um, thank you again for getting emotional with us and really just giving us that raw information. I hope you guys got to learn who Oscar is and why we're here today. Um, for this exit, Oscar, I just want you to hit him with a gem. All right, guys, just to let you know and tie it all together. Never ask people to save you, but ask them to be there for you. I love that. I hope you guys uh, take that back, think about it, apply it to your life, and just really take this podcast as a whole. Um, give us feedback, what you think, how you feel. I hope that it really resonated with you in a sense. And we will be back with episode three next week. Take care, guys. Thank Peace. you. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Oscar from the Talking and Ish and Scheme podcast to let you know that if you're thinking about doing your own podcast, real simple, download Anchor. They're going to guide you step by step in how to create whatever you have in mind and post it via Spotify. So download Anchor, get started, make your dreams come true just like I did. Good looking out, Ish. Download Anchor today. Get your programs posted as soon as possible. Take care, guys. Peace.